0: Apple presents events at the Apple Store. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Apple Store, SoHo. How are you guys doing tonight? You doing all right? Well, then, please join me in welcoming tonight's guest. We're very excited, Mr. James Victory. So it used to be when I, was, when, I, when I would give talks, people would have their computers out. Like I go to universities and I talk and have people have their computers out and I tell them, put it away, get off the phone. Now the rule is, as long as you're twitting about me, I don't give a damn. So um, um, I am gonna talk to you guys kind of acapella. I didn't bring any images. I didn't bring the show because I'm really tired of looking at my work. Hey Matt, Matt knows my work. Um, I've been traveling, I've been to Barcelona and Cardigan, Wales and all over the world and showing work and talking about work, and, and also something happened just yesterday in the studio that I want to talk to you about, and I don't want this to be me jabbering at you and kind of spitting, right? I want this to be a conversation, so uh, uh, they said, hey, what if you did a Q&A at the end? I'm like, no, what if we do the, the whole thing as a Q&A? I'm just gonna start talking about some subjects that I am interested in. Um, And especially one that something, like I said, something that happened in the studio yesterday. Like it's, um, what is it, July, right? Colleges graduate in June, right? So we got all these students who come into the studio. All these younger designers, they're eager and they're horny and they're excited. And um, um, they have the oddest questions. And the oddest, characters you know so all these interesting folks come to the studio and they want to talk and I've noticed some stuff listen <clears throat> they come to the studio and they're fresh out of college or they've had a job for a little bit you know they've worked for an agency or they were doing uh, God knows what for 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 advertisers um, and they're so eager to work they're so eager just to get in it and get stuff done and they want to whip it up, but they haven't thought about one thing. They haven't had a tiny little thought about quality, right? They just want to work. They don't even care what that is, right? So for example, this girl came in yesterday and I won't tell you her name. I hope to hell she's not here. I hope no, she is here. She came in and she just started talking and she owned the room, right? And I don't like that because I own the room. So she starts talking and she was loud and she was from, from some school and she was proud of what she'd been doing. And she had had a, 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 an interview at a marketing agency and she was, gonna be, she was gonna go and she was gonna start working. And I said, awesome, what, what do they do? She said, they do graphics for credit cards. I said, awesome, how old are you? And she said, 20 years old. And I said, awesome, so you at 20 years old have already sold your soul. You are already want to work for the bad guys. Because I've got 20-year-olds, so I've got two 20-year-olds in my studio, and one of them, he's, he's not even done school, he's, getting, he's, gradu- he's gonna graduate this year from uh, University of San Marcos, that happens to do a good job with these guys. He is taking off a year to go walk the Appalachian Trail. To spend some time with himself, some solitude. To meet interesting people along the way and go, hey, do you have a spoon? You know? These are the people that are gonna succeed because what they have is quality. What they have is character, you know? And I know that, you know, I teach at the School of Visual Arts here in New York, and I know that it's really difficult to teach graphic design. First of all, I don't even know what to teach to my students anymore, because the industry is changing so much. Media is changing so much, you know? Print is dead and all that crapola, right? Um, But one thing I do know, is that quality always works. Quality always gets a job. You know, it's so hard to teach because you've got to teach the tools, and the tools are crazy right now, and you want to le- learn programs, but they change every month or every year, so you've got to relearn that. So we can't even teach design history anymore. We can't even teach uh, hand-eye coordination, you know, drawing or hand lettering, right? We don't teach that anymore. That's actually step number one. But we don't have the time to teach all that stuff. And on top of it, they're so interested in the tools that they forget. Listen, there's two parts to, the, to our work. Two parts to whatever, whatever it is you guys do. You don't have to be graphic designers. Whatever it is, there's two parts to what you do. There's the objective and the subjective, right? And the objective, like for me, for example, is for whatever client I'm working is get butts and seats. The objective is get people to buy this book. The objective is get people to see this Broadway show. The objective is get people to, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's the objective, right? And we're all good at the objective. But the subjective, this is where quality comes in. This is where your quality and your quality, hello, Mr. Ellis, do you like your photograph? Um, Where your quality comes through. And the subjective is, there's a, there's, a, there's a really great line in an old um, Louis Armstrong song that says, it ain't what you say, it's the way what you say it. And then the what you say is the objective. The way what you say it is the subjective. And the way what you say it is with poetry, with humor, with sex appeal, with whatever you've got inside of you, these qualities that you have to develop through reading through traveling, through walking the Appalachian Trail. You know, I just wanted to shake this girl and say, go to Paris, learn something. You know, she was just so eager to give it away, to give away her uniqueness, to squander her talent, or never develop her talent, or never learn to develop her uniqueness, because in those atmospheres it's kind of hard to do, you know? You know, a lot of times when I'm talking with audiences, I feel a little bit like, like the wolf in, um, in uh, Pinocchio, right? I feel a little bit like, eh, come away to the life of the circus with me, you know? Follow me, follow my advice, I'll make you broke. But it's not that way. It isn't that way. What we're trying to do, what we're trying to do with my work and even with um, 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 the teaching that we're doing now, whether it's the School of Visual Arts or whether these, um, uh, the, these workshops that we're, that we're throwing, is to is to is to get people to recognize one their own opinion, their own voice, and understand that it is quality that these things you have, these little peccadillos, your own particular way of seeing the world. This is your qualities, the way you're thinking, the your uh, the your ability to 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 um, not just accept the status quo to have the bravery to think outside of the status quo and understand that that's quality. You know, the quality of your thoughts, that's what you're going to get paid for. That's what you're going to get paid for. You know, the tools are important. You know, you know, I joke, I joke, I've got an amazing assistant and he's, he helps me, he helps me um, build this empire, but occasionally he has to help me kind of get things out the door because I don't know how to use the computer. And I keep, I, you know, our, our little running joke is, his name is Chris, Chris Thompson. I say, you know what, dude, a nutless monkey could do your job. You know, we can, we, can, we, we can learn the tools, they're learnable, but this thing, only you have. It's just yours and it's no one else's. And I think we forget as designers, and we're not taught, in school even, that that's quality. That you can train that. Hey, Archie's here. Oh my God, you guys are like family. This is awesome. And and I know I'm like, I don't have that much time here, so I'm like jumping in really deep, right? Um, But I think this stuff is important. You know, um, um, my, uh, my, my, my pal Archie is here, he's my neighbor. He lives across the street from me and I bring it up because it's across the, the, the courtyard from me and I bring it up because this is important because what I was just talking to him today in the studio as an example, what he does for a living is he removes the client from the process and puts the client at the end. They're like, oh, we'll find somebody to pay for it at the end. But what he does is he trusts in this voice he trusts in the beauty of their own ideas and then figures out how to do things and then figures out the production and then figures out the concept blah, blah 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 and then doesn't even have to go looking for a client because he just stands there and says I've created this thing we think it's beautiful and everybody else go we think it's beautiful too you will be amazed and what it is it's called in the particular lies the universal, right? That means, that means if I do a really good job telling my story, putting my loves and my hates and my passions into my work, it has professional ramifications outside. It's, even, it's, it's, it's bigger than if I just solve the objective, right? And the way I learned this was two different ways. One, uh, James Joyce writing about, um, uh, in the introduction uh, to uh, Dubliners, which is his hometown, he said, he said, if I do a really good job describing my hometown, all the people I love and all the people I hate, it, I will be speaking about everywhere and I will be speaking to everyone because in the particular lies the universal, right? C.K. Lewis, we love C.K. Lewis because when he talks about his sweaty balls, he does it in his way and everybody goes, oh yeah, I don't know, <laughs> of course. Right? And that's bravery. You know, putting your concerns, putting your loves, putting your what ifs, you know, honest, out there, free, you know? And the thing about freedom, and you know, Archie's 28, so he's just too young to know this yet. But the thing about freedom is it's really scary. Freedom means there's no walls to hang on to. Freedom means fear of, you know, putting yourself out in harm's way. Freedom means risk. Freedom means possible lack of success, whatever that means, financial or... or, or. Well, most of the time it just means financial to most people, right? I mean, that's the status quo. Again, we'll go back, back to this idea of living within the status quo. You know, in my studio we talk about cliches. You guys all know what cliches are, but you guys don't think about, you think about like if I say, Ooh, I have an idea and a light bulb pops up, right? That's a cliche. But what you don't think about are the social cliches, you know? You go to college to get a degree so you can get a job, so you can meet a girl, so you can get married, so you can have a baby, so you can get a house, So eventually you can retire and then finally start having fun. I don't understand, you know, is this, this is a cliche. This is a, this is a pattern that's set out for us and it's not true. It doesn't work like that. But you know, most, most people, you young guys are so eager to just like, to like, to like, got to get a job, got to pay rent. I, had a, I was speaking a couple of years ago at the Art as a matter of fact, the Art dredgers Club here in New York and it was a funny thing. It was a, uh, I was talking about all these big ideals and a young designer raises his hand in the back. And he says, yeah, Mr. Victoria, I understand what you're saying. He says, but, you know, um, I, I have rent to pay. So he was concerned. And I said, well, well, young squire, what's your name? He said, my name is Thomas. I said, Thomas. Here's your tombstone. Here lies Thomas, he would have done great work, but he had bills to pay. Pfft. Not interesting, not interesting, right? Bills have a way of getting paid. It's just the truth, right? Don't be so worried about that, you know? And especially if you're worried about bills or, or, or if you go look at, look at, um, 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 modern, the modern business mode. I don't know if anybody's works in um, larger studios or, or advertising agencies or whatever, but they have like um, um, uh, uh, group decisions, right? Committees, you know, we suffer, the, the earth suffers from fucking committees, right? Um, committees get together to make decisions that are based on risk, that's all. Committees get together to make decisions based on, on, on how to stay away from failure. Wouldn't it be awesome if, if you guys all understood that like this amazing quality, people in committees understood the amazing qualities they have and the power they have with these tools and with what we do for a living, the, the, just the sheer power that we have. And didn't just sell it down the road, but these committees got together and fi- lack of failure and risk, wasn't their main concern? What if their cons- main concern was a culture of excellence? What if their main concern was, was, was beauty? I ran a, ran a workshop a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't even remember where, remember where it was because I've been moving around so much, but there was a guy who, he was like my age. He'd been working in scholastic you know, books, We're doing, doing textbooks for, 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 for high school kids for like 25 years, right? And he hated his job. Hated He knew he just like went, went in there, and went tink, checked in, and went straight to Twitter and straight to, you know, Googling around, looking at, oh, kiddies, huh? Oh, naked girls, huh? Right? He knew there was like an hour to two hours of, of work, right? He hated his job. He's like, yeah, but I got a nice apartment, but so, you know. He was like, the first day, he was like just the biggest downer in the class, right? And then we started talking about these ideas and I kept calling him out, what was his name? I forget, we'll call him Debbie Downer. <laughs> he was a guy, but it was, it, it was fitting, so we'll call him Debbie. And I said, and like, I said, what if, what if Debbie loved his job? First of all, you guys, you guys have probably been through high school, and if you dropped out, oh, that's awesome, good for you. But you guys have been through high school. I mean, do you remember, was there something from a high school textbook that just inspired you or moved you or helped you learn Euclid, you know? It's, it, they, they, they're pretty bad. What if there were some people in that industry who were concerned about a culture of excellence? What if Debbie, Mr. Debbie, went back to his job and started lighting people on fire? Getting them, I mean not literally, I mean like getting them (laughs) excited. Getting people excited. That'd be cool too. (laughs) It's like, you know what, this place sucks. (laughs) What if he started getting people excited about what they did for a living? What if he said, listen, we have the opportunity, no, we have the responsibility. We're accountable. We have the responsibility to do good work for these people because they got to learn. Right? That would be different. That would be awesome. You know? And I know that I'm talking about these crazy ideals. You know? But you guys can have this. You guys can have these things. You know? It's an in- interesting idea. Um, that that uh, goofy photograph uh, uh, of me up, um, up front, uh, um, the guy who took it is, happens to be here, his name is John Ellis, an awesome guy. Hey, what's going on? Um, uh, uh, he's a photographer, great photographer. He's been working here in New York for a little bit, and now he's gonna go really learn something about photography. And you know what he, how he's gonna do it? He's gonna sleep in a car for a year and dr- just drive around the country sleep in a in a big van and take pictures put his ass on the line take a chance risk you know any uh any uh uh what's his name alcoholic poet yeah bukowski any bukowski fans and there's a poem called "Roll the Dice." Bukowski says, "Risk, risk, risk it all, risk it all. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. You guys can have what you want. You can have what you want. Now, I, now I feel a little bit like because since I don't have pictures, I feel a little bit like Tony Robbins, you know, <laughs> the big house, you know. Actually, actually, no, he's selling bullshit, isn't he? had not thought about that. Shit, <laughs> gotta have a talk with Mister Robbins. Um." But listen, I'm yabbering on. I want to hear from you guys. I want questions. I want, you know, I want, I want, I want bravery. I want, I want someone to say, hey, I have a question. How do I, hey, give me the microphone, somebody. We have microphones. Raise your hand. We'll come to you. And if you don't, I'm going to keep on yammering away. You guys just want to keep hearing me, huh? Woo! <laughs> Um, So, this idea that I'm talking about, about in the particular, lies the universal. Um, 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 You know, we don't work that way, for the most part. I work in the graphic design industry, working as a graphic designer. Um, we're the only industry who, who the only art form, because I consider it an art form, who, 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 when working, we are the only ones who ask, what do they want? Hmm, you know, when Chris started working with me, he was fresh out of school, so he thought there was some way, particular way of working right so he thought he thought uh uh uh, you know every time we get a job in he'd look at the look at the the brief and then he'd say well what do they want i'm like what do you what do you i felt like uh, like a like a uh, uh, your grade school teacher with a ruler you know slapping his knuckles every time he said that what do you mean what do they want they want us they want us they want our opinion isn't that cool you know that we're the only industry you know i've used this this image before um um, you know, a, a band doesn't ask marketing what kind of song to write. You know, mm, marketing says they need a song about a redhead. You know, it doesn't work that way. The way it works is a guy in a band falls in love with a redhead and writes a song about her. And the world comes to that, especially if he cares, especially if it's true. And then something better happens. She dumps him. And he writes a better song, right? Like Beck, that album, phew. You know, we're, we're the only ones who say, what do they want? They want you. They want your quality. They want They want some one person to stand up and say, hey, I've got an opinion. Listen to me. And if, it's, and, if it's, and, if it's, and if it's not good and it's not popular, that you'll learn. If it gets shot down, cool. You're gonna come back with more. You know, I had this, uh, uh, I had a book that came out like two years ago, it's called um, um, Victoria or Who Died and Made You Boss. Um, actually, probably, I don't have to tell you about it, you probably got it for Christmas. So, um, but at the back of the book, you know, there's like a copyright thing. I wanted to do this thing where it said, um, um, you know, usually it says, you know, you will, we will sue your ass if you use any of this stuff. I wanted to do this thing that said, listen, if you want any of these images, if you want to steal this stuff, take it. Because you now have one idea. I have a million of them, because I'm free. But I also understand what comes with freedom. And what comes with freedom is, 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 is accepting less you want the big house you want you know the the a couple of bays for a couple of cars just like they have on tv awesome you know whenever when i'm talking to my students i usually say well you know if, if if money is your concern i mean if money is only your concern that's awesome um but you, should, you know you can probably make it in a lot easier ways than graphic design and and how many steaks can you eat right how much do you, how much do you need figure out how much do you need you know and by accepting less i don't mean being poor i mean figuring out what's important to you creativity and freedom if that's important to you you know is it is it or is it the stuff that's you know that 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 uh, is you know is packaged to us by by marketing by advertising you know Advertisers think you're stupid, you know? Um, you know, we, they, we, they, 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 we, we're presented with this array of stuff on TV and we buy it and it somehow doesn't fill us up. That's a problem, right? You know, my personal goal is not a plasma TV, is not a, uh, a white modular couch. We don't care about those things. We care about, we care about trying to make beautiful, awesome, amazing work. You know, we just did a job for the, 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 um, probably the, the client that you would never think you'd be able to do good work for. We work for the city of New York and we did a job for the department of probation. And that means you've messed up, but you haven't messed up bad enough to go to jail. So you're on probation. So you are going to have to report every week to the most hellish offices in the city. There's 33 DOP offices around the city, and they are horrible. The carpet is, smells of pee. The t- ceiling tiles are falling down. Um, the, the, the furniture is terrible. The City of New York Department of Probation got a budget, and they called uh, Jim Bieber architects. And Jim Bieber called us. the the thin veneer of graphic design right that thin patina of color and typography you know they need a sign that says bathroom you know that kind of thing they don't have a letterhead they need like you know all their all their all their stuff on the wall all looks like it's all crap so they need us for that thin veneer of stuff right so um Um, in this job, we realized that we had an opportunity. These people were—it was like working for doing something for the subway, right? When you're standing there and you're just staring at like Budweiser for like an hour, right? We had an opportunity with a similar situation where these people would go to these offices and they had time, right? So what we did is there was there was room in the budget, so we we looked around and said, hey, you know, we should make some art. We should put some art in here. So what we did is we made motivational posters. You know, the kind you see in offices that say, you know, vision, and it has a picture of jets. <laughs> you know? So we made a series of four motivational posters, although we call them faux-real, because they were fake motivational posters. So, so we used jets. We found our jets. And instead of, instead of having a little panel uh, uh, that just has, says vision underneath, actually jet, the Jets say, what does it say? You know, teamwork, <laughs> right? So instead of, instead of saying teamwork and having a little border around it, we just paint it all over the whole thing and ours says, there are no shortcuts. You know, you're here at this point in your life because you're taking shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. If you go through this process, unchanged you're going to come out the other side still an asshole and this is basically what the text of these posters said right so there was the jets there was um there was um um the footprints in the sand you know that one hey jan what's going on so there was the footprints in the sand you know that one with that beautiful Desdorada dorada or i don't even know what the poem it says on it right you know your path you know, and ours, hours instead of Desiderata, it said, you know, um, um, change your life, start here, start small, and then there was some other text trying to il- illuminate this idea. You know, and when we went to the the ribbon cutting ceremony for the first um, for the first uh, opening, it was really embarrassing because there was like deputy mayor and Vince Giraldi who runs the Dop and all these other public officials, and they would get up there and they'd say. Oh, is is James Victoria here? James, James, James. I'm gonna tell you, this guy. You know, he came, because we had to go through like this meeting process and every time we had the meetings, we came back, we came in and and said, listen, no committees, our work won't survive committees. And they're like, why do you have all this small text? They're supposed to be just posters. I'm like, it's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We're not swearing. We took out, we had to take out some swearing actually. Um, um, And then at the meeting, they're like, Vinnie Sheraldo, who runs the DOP is like, this guy, he says, first of all the client, they call him the client, the client would get off the elevator and look around and then like get back on the elevator because they thought they were in the wrong place. Because their client had never been treated like this before. They'd never been treated with respect. They've never had anybody do anything like that, make something nice for them. And then on top of it, they're reading, they're reading the posters. Well, they're looking at these big posters and they start reading the small print. And there was a situation where Vince was there and he was, he was with one of the probationers and the guy reads it and he looks at Vince and he says, that's what I think, booyah, right? In the particular, lies universal. I basically wrote this stuff for my son. You know, from the from point of view of like a, a, a cool stern dad. And these people were getting it because in the particular lies the universal. I made it for me. I make all of my work for me. As a side note, I had a workshop last week. We ran um, a week-long workshop called The Dinner Series in our studio. It was kind of like a high-end, fancy thing. And one of the guys who came is from, came from San Francisco and he works for Apple. Little funny, short little story. What he did for Apple is this, right? For your ipad and your phone and stuff when you open that you unlock it he made that sound do you know what he how he did it his high school locker that was the sound of his high school locker a beloved sound to him because in the particular lies the universal he did it for him and now he's made something that you guys are be hard pressed to forget the rest of your lives right crazy so here, one last, one last, um, um, one last uh, I'm not going to tell you all the DOP stuff, but I'm going to tell you one f- funny story about the, the last poster, or the, actually the first poster for the DOP. The, the reason we came up with these motivational, these fake motivational posters is because we were sitting at lunch, because we are the studio who lunches. Like we don't do this work in the studio. We don't sit in the studio and try to think of, think of things. You know, the studio is a place to like duct tape ideas together and scan shit in and send it out and answer way too many emails, right? So we take the afternoons and we go to lunch or we go to a bar and that's where we bring, you know, we always have pens with us and we always go to restaurants with, 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 with paper on it. And I always tell people that, you know, um, the way that we work is, you know, we don't come up with ideas in the studio. We seek the God's assistance. We search, we go out and wait for the muse to come with us. And we always do it at the Italian restaurant around the corner with a nice (laughs) big pizza and a bottle of Chianti and, um, 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 because we're not at work, and this is where all the good stuff is. Outside of work, because at work you have all your crutches. You got books, you got computers, you got, you know, the junk. Um, so we were sitting at lunch and we and, and were thinking about this DOP job in the beginning. And I said, oh, you know what we should do? You know it would be really great? You ever seen that poster? It's got like a rope and a cat and it says, hang in there, kitty, right? <laughs> we should do one of those. We, sh- we should do that. We should just do that, you know? So we're like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden we said, oh wait. We could do the motivational, oh my God, all of a sudden it just started opening up. So we went back in the studio and we started searching, we started getting this thing, we put together, and our our poster literally is just a bright pink poster and it's got the kitten hanging there and our poster says, let go, kitty. And the reason it says, let go, kitty, is because I'm talking to these probationers, right? And I'm saying, listen, let go of the bullshit in your lives that brought you to this point. Understand that you're in a year, where you are right now in your life, listen, these people in these offices you know are your teachers you know there are people in your life who are poison and there are people in your life who are medicine and you got to understand this so we did this let go kitty one and we had to go through four different meetings and each meeting got successively bigger which unfortunately the first meeting was with Vinny and the people who ran the program and that was awesome and they were like great i don't get the kitty but great The fourth meeting, they said, listen, we kind of have to invite people who are actually, the staff, right? And here, listen, I didn't make this thing just for the probationers, just for the bad boys and girls who were coming by to sign papers and to fill out forms and to answer too many questions, right? I was making the work for the people who work there because I wouldn't want to show up every day in those horrible places, right? We tried to put in a certain amount of, I know that you know that I know, kind of attitude in these things. So the last meeting's got 40 people, you know? Um, And I said to Vinny, I said, listen, my work doesn't survive committees, it ain't gonna happen. Um, He said, don't worry, Um, I'm gonna run the meeting and I'll be there. Like halfway through the meeting, he's like, you're doing great, I gotta go. And I'm like, but no. And he leaves, right? And then Jim Bieber starts packing up all his stuff because everybody likes the furniture and the wall decorations and everybody likes, likes the, the, the carpet and the stuff that he did. So he's packing up and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And then one of the other people in the committee on the board, listen, they're on there because they feel like they have to have an effect. That's their job. They're on a committee because they have to have a voice right so what she does is she says are there any questions for these 40 people and there were a bunch of funny questions and we fielded them well and we tried to be intelligent about this and tried to you know be open and said interesting point we're going to have actually hopefully a series of 12 posters so we will we will try to make one for you um, and then a little hand raises in the back and it's this 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 waif of a girl who works there and she says she raised her hand and i said yes she says There are a lot of mentally unstable people who come in our offices and I think that your kitten poster would inspire them to commit suicide. And I'm pretty good at meetings, I'm pretty good at handling, you know, clients and stuff. I didn't know how to shut that down. I didn't know what to say, you know? Shut the fuck up didn't seem to (laughs) cover it very well. So this is what happens, and this is why this is, this is the committee's purpose, the committee's purpose. Remember I said, not there, there. Somebody else said, you know, I could see that too. So it just grew, and the kitten died. They killed the kitten. Um, And um, uh, unbeknownst to them, we are working on a, uh, on a big project right now that we in the studio are gonna do, and um, um, the kitten will have another Life. The kitten will be out on the streets of New York in the spring, so keep an eye out for Let Go Kitty. Um, you guys are awesome, and I um, um, I think it's like Q and A time. Yeah, right on time here. So um, I am game for your uh, your your questions. Um, so just hit me. Yes, sir. Hi. Thanks for giving this talk. Thank you for coming. It's like. Crazy dark out. Thank you. I actually just missed the rain when I came. Good for you. um, I'm not a designer, but I'm a design enthusiast. But I want to ask if you have any advice to give to people who are your prospective clients or clients of graphic designers. What hints can you give to them that help them work better with you? Um, We have I would say this. You know what I would tell my, tell my new clients? I would say, we have awesome clients. They are smart, generally smarter than we are, and brave, and they pay with American dollars or Euro. Um, um, you can only do good work out of trust. That's it. It's as easy as that. That is the, that is the lifeblood of business, is trust. Whether it's good business or bad business. Um, and if you don't trust us, it won't work. You know, we're, we're, we're very good at what we do. We work very hard. Um, you know, um, um, come along. <laughs> so yeah, no, trust is really important. You can't work with people you don't trust. doesn't work. And we don't want clients. We don't use the word client. We use the word comrade. Um, because we want a relationship. Because only through relationships do, do, you know, does the work get better. So, excellent question. Thank you. What else? Yes, ma'am. Hi. Oh, you've it? got stuff written down. <laughs> what was it like for you beginning at the beginning of your career? Have you always had such a determined attitude? Um, um, have I always had such a determined attitude about my, in, in my career? Um, no, because um, I started off doing the work that I thought I was, was supposed to be doing like I, like it all my work looked like everybody else's work cuz i thought that's what it was supposed to be and then all of a sudden i became successful for that and when i became successful of that i got ad- addicted to um, nice clothes and buying motorcycles with cash and stuff but i also got a little bit haughty and i said hey wait a minute you know since i'm so successful you know i have my own opinions i have a sense of humor i have my own design sense even and I want to start playing start plying this out in the work and as soon as I started doing that business dropped, clients stopped working with me Um, but I did the only sane thing because I was um, young and dumb and poor basically Um, um, I kept going and said wait I like this though and I believe in this stuff, so I've just got to go. I've got to go find my clients, you know. As a designer, we, you know, you don't need a million clients. We need three or four, right? And you maximize those relationships. So, um, so yeah, I. Um, um, and it's taken a long time for me to. I mean, even now, even now, if you come to the studio and ask, you know, Chris, if you if you had a one on one with Chris and say, "What's he? What's he like in the studio?" There are a lot of times when I'm just kind of walking around going, "Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God!" Because it, it's hard. It's worth it, but it. But you know, but it's hard. Awesome. What else, Senor? So, what did you? What did you do for the Louvre mu- museum, and um, can we see some work, maybe? Or what mu- which museum for the Louvre museum? Oh, they just they have my like, posters in their collection. Yeah, there's a there's an there, part of the part of the uh, um, um, part of the Louvre is uh, the uh, um, Musée de la Pub, and it's commercial work. It's it's uh, so they they just have the work. I've never worked for the Louvre. Um, I've worked with other museums in Holland, but um, the Louvre is one of the museums that's got my work in their collection. So, And, by the way, there are like four pieces. I think it's four pieces. I haven't been there yet. There are four pieces of mine up at the, on the wall at the MoMA right now if you, you know, if you want to, it, it's raining out. You know, I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> yes, sir. You uh, mentioned on Design Matters that you cold call a lot of your clients. What criteria do you have when determining what you think would make a good client and why you'd want to call them? Um, again, I don't really, you know, I do call call clients occasionally. Um, and it's, it's never about them. It's always about me. It's about what I want to do. You know, what I, what I want to do. Um, I can't imagine trying to figure out a perfect match. You know, I would have never have thought to cold call Yoji Yamamoto. You know, the f- the design house, um, but they called us. Um, um, but it generally it's just the things that I want to do. For example, we we, we cold called Barney's recently because we've, we we want to work with them. We um, uh, cold called a. Uh, um, A guy who's in the racing industry in California because I ride motocross and I like motorcycles. I like things with rubber tires. I wanted to work with him because of that. Um, So it's not about what they do necessarily, it's just like what, what do we wanna do and what access and what fun. And hey, listen, if you guys like traveling around the world I think you should get a client in the travel industry or an airline, right? That just seems to make sense. If you like surfing, I think Quicksilver would be a groovy client or, or probably some of the smaller stuff. That's just kind of common sense. I mean, you know, trying not to be a leaf in the wind, you know, so what else? Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hi. What advice would you give to designers wanting to branch out and start their own studio? Awesome. You know, uh, I was saying that I, 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 I find it difficult to teach these days because I don't really know what to tell my students because of all the changes. But what I've started saying is, listen, this, it's, things are wide open now, right? Um, if I were a young designer, I would probably have a couple of websites and they would all have like goofy animated GIFs, and they would, you know, and I would, and I would put content, like our, our, our MO right now is content first. Everything that we put out has to have content. It's not just goofy pictures, has to have content. Uh, I would think that might be a good way, because that basically shows that you've got something inside, you've got some level of character. You're not just like, I decorate walls, you know? Although decorating, you know, I've got some designer friends who make fabulous wallpaper, you know. But so content, um, um, be sexy and attractive, and Facebook and Twitter, be crazy not to do it, you know. Because my arms are so much longer these days f- with Facebook and Twitter, it's crazy. And I, Chris, made me do that, you know. Because I was just imagining myself, you know, s- you know, I'm in an airport, the carpet's ugly, you know, like. <laughs> What a waste of time! So even with our Twitter stuff, um, uh, we put content. It's important. Um, and then again, you know, what do you love doing? Go do it. What do you love doing? And go, go, go! Fight tooth and nail to do it. Because if you love doing it, you know, the money doesn't matter. So, and transition is hard. So do it now while you're young. And, sir, you had your hand up. What makes you nervous about a new job, client? You, you, and you, and you, and you, and you. Well, I'll tell you, doctor. (laughs) Let me lay down first. Um, I will be very honest. It takes a lot to keep my boat going. Um, I I was born to do this job, but I come from um, um, nervous people. So it's, it's difficult for me to kind of <clears throat> overcome that. And I, and, I, and, I, and I work on it every day. I fight every. I don't see a shrink. Uh, um, but I have, I have mentors, my, one of my mentors is 28 years old and I go running with them uh, uh, almost every morning. And it's great, you know? Um, I know the things that it takes to keep me going. And I know I need a lot of exercise to keep me going. And I know I need some beer to keep me going. You know, every once in a while it's just like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna go for a run or have a beer, I'm not sure. You know? Um, but it, uh, it, it, you know, it's funny because I, I come off as um, um, confident, but that confidence takes work. And if you guys want confidence, you can have it. It just takes practice. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're, if, if you think you're shy, it really never goes away, so. And you know what, shyness, not good for graphic designers right <laughs> shy is not good um and here's another thing just quick about shy shy is not genetic <laughs> you weren't born shy for me my father you know said oh there's james my shy one bingo i'm shy where do i sign up you know so it takes a lot to come o- get over that in the back in the back hi uh i actually just graduated from SBA myself in may uh but I studied illustration and fine arts. Uh, but now I'm working in advertising. Um, and I'm since I didn't get a graphic design education, I'm kind of learning it on the job. And I had a lot of graphic design friends at SBA, And it seemed to me that there were a lot of basic rules that they learned that obviously I didn't get in my education. And I'm kind of seeing them a little bit on the job. Could you talk a little bit about for a young designer, the balance between the rules, the basics, and what you talk about, the freedom of finding your own voice, your own self-expression? Yeah, we try to keep the rules away from the illustrators. (laughs) No, no, I'm serious. No, yeah, but no, what's your name? Nick? Nick, dude, you are so awesome and so powerful and so smart. And here's the secret. There ain't no fucking rules. There's no rules. There's no r- single rule about how to do anything. How do I meet a girl? Um, say hi? I don't know. Try that. There's no rules. And these rules that designers are telling you, that your designer pals are telling you, they made it up or they write it in a book? There's no rules. Typography has to be this way. Pff, fine. We just made that up, you know? What about the spaces between them? Who cares? You know? Bodoni or Helvetica? I don't know. What do you like? What do you like? You know? Because um, um, real people, whether it's Helvetica or Bodoni, they don't care. I mean, real human beings. Listen, in, 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 I got way too many things going on back here. Um, First of all, real human beings don't care. What they do care about is that the text you're working with sucks. What they do care about is you're not putting poetry out into their lives. You know? We've got this idea that we're working with in the studio these days, and it's called, your work is a gift. And we are shit serious about this. There's lightning outside. And thunder. Um, Your work is a gift. We have, a, we have a symposium, a one-day symposium that we're throwing in the fall called Take This Job and Love It, right? Your work is a gift. Meaning, your designer pals are interested in pleasing their client. Your designer pals are interested in pleasing a boss and getting a paycheck. I'm not. I understand that there are real human beings out there dying for honesty dying for something memorable. And I want to try to give it to him. You, Nick, my man, can give it to him. There are no rules. Your designer pals, when they want to bitch, tell them to call me. I'll set them straight. And we have time for two more questions, first of which is also in the back. <laughs> She's like, oh, me? <laughs> oh, OK. Um, what are some other ways, aside from traveling, to, um, like on a daily basis, to acquire more character? Read, 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 read everything. Read, what else? Read everything. Read, have you read Rilke's um, Letters to a Young Poet? I read not it every yet. year. Oh, baby, it's awesome. Letters to a Young Poet. Awesome. Great, 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 great. First of all, if you're young, a lot of your answers are in the book. I kid you not. Letters to a Young Poet, um, um, and then you know, and then find your. We have we have a reading list that we hand out to students. And we hand out at workshops and stuff. But um, um, find the stuff that you find the information that burns underwater for you, because that's what you need. You know, I mean, we there's some poetry that that we like. You know, Pablo Neruda is a, awesome, and you guys, if you have a girlfriend. Naruda, totally. Um, You know, we read all kinds of stuff from 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 um, um, self help to psychology to um, to you know poetry and literature. Lots of stuff. Anything that you know that's 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 a good way to do it. And actually, just even just talk to everyone. John Ellis, when he gets back from his trip, is going to be so. Bulging with character because he's gonna he's he's putting himself out and he's just gonna go talk to people Be open be open Be open and here. Um, what is your name? Serena, Serena? awesome uh, 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 Read things that you're not comfortable with read things outside of your comfort zone this country the United States of motherfucking America love it suffers from being in a comfort zone. You go work at a job at an agency or what, and you surround yourself with like-minded people. You don't want like-minded people. There's no tension, there's no conflict. This is, this is what we need to grow, not comfort. There was one more question. Yes, ma'am. Hi, you, um, sorry. It's okay, you sound great. What do you think is best, a college degree or a great portfolio? You know what? I don't care about either of them. I don't care about either of them. You would come to my studio and you say, Listen, I don't know anything. But, you know, this is who I am. And I'm honest and I want to learn and I'm eager and I'm open and I'm curious and I'm those are awesome. Those are, what, those are what make you interesting. Um, college degree is, 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 is great. I'm not a big fan of secondary education. Um, uh, I think everything you need is available in books and you a lot cheaper. Um, um, I was just hanging out with, I had a film crew in my studio for this, this workshop we did, a film crew from Whole Foods. And the director of this thing was, he, was, he dropped out of high school because he thought it was dumb. And then, he, and then he went off, and he went and to India, and he s- studied Sufism. He learned to read and write Sufi. And then he did all this other stuff. And then he came to New York, and he got his um, um, degree from NYU. Uh, he got a, what is it called, a Gatlin degree. And he was summa cum laude, because he's a smart guy. He was so smart, he figured out high school was dumb, which it is, because it programs you to work in a factory. And a lot of college degrees do that, right? Um, Portfolio is, is is great, but only if it's a portfolio that shows you. You know, I like get so many portfolios. I'm looking. And there's your there's your there's your albums. There's your redesign of the New York Times cover. There's your your mandatory beer six pack redesign. Like like this is all great, but there's two things missing here. They said what? I said one. Um, and they're like, what logos? I'm like, no, y- you. You, I can't, I look at this work and I can't tell. Are you, are you funny? You have a sense of humor? What are you gonna be like? You know, put it in the work, you know, have an opinion, put it in the work. So, molto importante. Um, um, and what I, what I, what I, what I, you know, like, just even just like walking around the city, I look and in, in the subway and on the streets and stuff and I'm like, I don't see enough people enjoying their job. Cause I don't see it in the work. You know, I don't see any risk. I don't see any fun, um, and that kind of sucks. You know, I want I want art in my life. I want art in your lives. You want art in your lives. You know, and we can do that. We can totally do that, with ink on paper, with screens, with all this goofy stuff we have available. You, we are so powerful. You know. Excellent question. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Um, I have there are some stickers up here that you guys can come and get, and they are they're. Um, perforated, so you can just take what you want. Um, And um, I believe I am out of here. Thank you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Victoria.